What's going on, family? Happy New Year's. This is Pastor Sergio Chavez checking in, and I hope you all are doing well as you listen to this podcast. I'm extremely excited about today's message that you're getting ready to listen to. It's the introduction of the vision series. You know, a lot of people set goals, resolutions towards the beginning of the year, not realizing that 80% of people fall off of their goals around the second week of February. So my prayer is that you change that statistic and whatever your vision is, your goals are, that you stay Stick with them throughout 2018. We're believing at Hope Center that this is our year to soar. So enjoy this message. Be blessed. Be encouraged by it. There were three bricklayers that were by a wall. And uh, someone comes up to one of the bricklayers and he says, what are you doing? Guys are hard at work. And so sarcastically, sarcastically he responds and he replies. He says, what does it look like I'm doing? He said, I'm laying bricks. So the guy, I'm not sure why, but he just went to the next guy who was right next to, next to the one laying bricks. And he says to him, what are you doing? And he says, what does it look like I'm doing? He said, I'm building a wall. And for whatever reason, the guy did, those answers weren't sufficient. So he went to the third man and he says, what are you doing? And he says, I'm building a cathedral for God. Three different people doing the same things with the same tools, but yet each of them had a different perspective of what they were doing. Each of them had a different view as to what they were doing. And what distinguished the last one from the others, what made him stand out from the rest, was a thing called vision. Would you say that word with me? Say vision. Come on, say it like you already ate some breakfast. Say with me, vision. What distinguished him was a thing called vision. And I want you to really pay attention to this. Helen Keller, in case you didn't know and you didn't pay attention uh, when you were young in your history classes, Helen Keller was an American author, a political activist, a lecturer. In fact, she was the first deaf-blind person to receive her Bachelor of Arts degree. Yes, you heard it right. She was deaf and blind and yet got her degree. Some of you are like, man, (laughs) I'm struggling. I got my sight and my ears and I'm still struggling to get that degree. She got her degree. Listen to what she said. She said, the only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. Are you with me today? All right, nod your head. Let me know that you're with me. The only thing worse than being blind is having sight, being able to see, but having no vision. I like what the what a motivational, renowned motivational speaker and uh, a leadership expert and renowned author, what he said about vision. He said, vision is what leads the leader. The scripture says in Proverbs, let's get into the word a bit. The scripture says in Proverbs 29, 18, it says, where there is no vision, the people are unrestrained. But happy is he who keeps the law where there is no vision where there is no revelation the people are unrestrained in other words some translations say the people perish in other words people die when there's a lack of vision what do you mean pastor marriages suffer when there's a lack of vision churches suffer when there's a lack of vision your business suffers when you don't have vision your spiritual life suffers and, to, and it can get to the point where it dies unless you have a vision. 
I want you to write these things down. I'm going to keep breaking what vision is. So I really want you to pay attention, but write these things down because I'm going to really break this down. Vision is the bridge. Write this down. Is the bridge between the present and the future. Vision is the bridge between the present and the future. Without it, we perish. Vision is what defines the optimal desired future state. It's the big picture. The big mental picture, that's what a vision is. Let me tell you what vision does. It provides guidance and inspiration as to what an organization or a person is focused on achieving in five, 10, or more years. Vision is what functions as the North Star, it is, what, is what guides you to what ultimately contributes over the long term. Usually vision statements are written in an inspirational manner and it makes it easy for all to repeat at any given time. Now, why is it imperative to talk about vision at the beginning of the year? Why is it imperative and important for us to talk about vision as we start a brand new year? I'm so glad you asked, let me tell you. Because around this time, everybody's setting goals. Yes or no? Everybody's setting resolutions, right? In fact, here are the, are the most common goals or resolutions that people make. In fact, let me tell you, it's not a bad thing to set resolutions. You know, some people get upset when people start talking about the new year, about new goals and new year, new me. Some people get upset. I personally don't get upset. I think it's a good thing when you, when you make a resolution because that word resolution simply means to determine. So it means to determine to do something, to act on something. So it's a great thing to make a change. Let me, let me see if you identify with some of these. Some pe most people say that in the new year they're going to commit to healthier eating. Some people say they're going to commit to life slash self-improvements. Let's see if you identify with this one. A lot of people say they're going to commit to better financial decisions. It's quiet. <laughs> Some people say that this is the year where, where we're gonna get stronger in our faith. Some people say do more exciting things, spend more time with family, with close friends. Uh, some people say work out more often. Some people say learn something on my own, do more good deeds for others, find the love of my life. You know that people statistically say that that's on the top of their list to find the love of their life. And others say to find a better job. But here's the challenge. All these things, right? You made a set your personal goals, resolutions for 2018, but here's the challenge. According to statistics, approximately 80% of resolutions fail by the second week of February. <laughs> it's been proven that approximately 80% of those resolutions fail by the second week of February. And why is this? I'm so glad you asked. Lack of vision. If you don't have a vision, then these goals, these resolutions, they're meaningless. Because a vision is the umbrella. It's what, it's what goals and resolutions fall under. So if you say, I wanna, I wanna lose weight and I wanna eat better, but what's the vision, what for? Well, Pastor, I wanna flex on the gram. That's not vision. I just wanna look good. That's not vision. I, I want to find the love of my life in 2018. For what? Smile at me. Let me know you're here. <laughs> See, you got... There you go. Thank you. 
See, it's got to fall under a vision. What does it mean for you to get in a relationship and have no meaning to your relationship? What does it mean to look good, just to look good, flex on the gram, but that has no purpose, that has no meaning, that has no vision? If you want to find the love of your life, make sure that purpose and vision is attached to it. I'm talking to my singles in the house. Do I got any singles in the house? Let me hear you. All right, let me, let me give you a little tidbit. This is, let me give you a little, a little word of advice. See, the thing is, I've been, I've been in a relationship 11 years, married, going on seven years, got a baby, my wife. We do ministry together. We do all these things. But let me tell you, when I first met my, met, met my, my wife, who was my, my, my potential girlfriend at the time before we began courting, what attracted me to her was it, well, she looked good. You know some people get together because they look good. Uh, but why'd you get in that relationship? Because I don't want to be lonely. So you don't want to be lonely, but you want to be miserable with somebody that has no purpose? When I got with my wife, of course I saw her and I fell back and I saw the glory of God in her aura and she was the most beautiful thing in the world. But you know what attracted me more to her was that she had a vision for her life. So I said, I have a vision, I have an assignment, I have a calling over my life. She has a vision, so that goes well together. A vision with a vision, an assignment with an assignment. Not just, I want to get with her because I don't want to be lonely. I want to I wanna make better financial decisions. I want to launch a business. What is the vision for your business? You just, I, I want to make money, Pastor. I don't want to work for anybody else. Listen, listen, listen. If you don't have a vision, that business is going nowhere. You've got to have a vision. It's wonderful to set goals. It's wonderful to have resolutions. But you have to make sure that they fall under a great vision. That this year, I'm going to commit to a greater relationship with God. Because as I get closer to Him, the vision is I'm going to live out my calling. And I'm going to preach the gospel. And I'm going to live for God. And I'm going to do these things. Because that's the vision. I want to make better sound financial decisions because I want to invest in the kingdom of God. I want my, ble- my, my, my family to have a financial legacy. What is the vision? Because vision is something that's greater than you. If your vision is just about you, that's not vision. When you have true vision, it's about others. It's about a bigger picture. What is your vision? What is the vision? Your vision should be attached to other people. Your vision should be attached to a legacy. So it's important to have a vision. What is your vision for 2018? What is your vision for your life? In five, in 10, in 15 years, what is the vision? What is the big picture? What is the grand vision of what you're doing if you're a business owner what is the grand vision what do you want to accomplish if you're a business owner if you if you're an entrepreneur if you're an author if you're an artist if you are if you are a minister what is the big picture over the next several weeks i'm gonna be breaking down vision for the whole month of january but today for today i want to give you two things about vision we're going to continue to break this down but for today i want to give you two things about vision because here's the thing i don't want you to to live 2018 like you did in 2017. 
I don't want your relationship with God to be the same as it was in 2017. I want your relationship with God to be greater for you to be more committed to that vision. I want, I'm believing, I don't know about you, but I'm believing God for great things in 2018. I don't know about you, but in 2017, there were some mistakes that I made. In 2018, I don't want to make those mistakes because I want to focus on the vision. Is there anybody in this place? In 2017, I had some setbacks, but I learned from those setbacks, and now I'm coming into 2018 stronger. Is there anybody with me in this place that will lift up their hands and say in 2018 is my year to soar? Let me give you two things about vision. Number one, vision is what gives pain a purpose. <laughs> Write that down. Vision is what gives pain a purpose. Those without vision spend their lives taking a path of least resistance. Y'all know those people? If it's difficult, they're like, nah, let me go the other way. I mean, you avoid anything difficult at all costs, but if you want to see that vision come to pass, you have to face what is difficult. If you want to see your vision come to pass, you must confront what makes you uncomfortable. The level of sacrifice that a vision requires will determine the size of the people who follow. Sacrifice separates small from great. If you have a big vision for your life, anybody got vision, show of hands. You got a vision for your life. If you have a big vision, then that requires big sacrifice. If you have a small vision, then really it's no vision at all because it'll be simple. It's just, it's just minuscule. But when you have a great vision, you have to make great sacrifice. You have to be disciplined. You have to live that is determined, live a life that is committed. And so, and so here's an important point about vision. When you have a great vision, you have to make sure to stay connected with people that also have vision. Because if you are lacking vision and you're connected with people who are not able to see and have a vision for their lives, then you two are going to, it's like blind leading the blind. That's why you've got to get connected with people that have vision. You have to get connected with people who are positive. So often we're connected with people that see the negative in everything. So often we're connected with people that just see the trials and the difficulties and that's all they talk about. In 2018, I want to stay connected with people that, that, that see the vision and that we're connected in the vision and we walk, we walk alongside each other and we pray with each other and we fight for the vision. You've got to stay connected with people that have vision. That requires sacrifice. So here's the thing. Let me break this down for you. Let me come down here. The thing about vision is that it gives pain a purpose. In other words, you may suffer because of that vision, but that suffering has purpose. You ever suffer and go through something, you're just like, why in the world am I going through this? Anybody know what I'm talking about? You still here? Yeah? You ever gone through anything and you're just like, why in the world? That just, that had no purpose. But see, well, the thing is, in order for you to fulfill the vision, there's going to be pain. There's going to be sacrifice you have to make. There's a life of discipline you have to leave. In order for your relationship with God to flourish, you have to make sacrifices. You have to, get, you have to disconnect yourself from the things that hold you back from getting closer to God. 
You have to disconnect from things that are holding you back from your vision. That requires sacrifice. But here's the thing. The suffering that that brings, it has a purpose. Imagine this. You're a high school student, and you graduate, and you enlist in the military. Do I got any military folks here, by the way? Any military folks? Anybody? Okay. Imagine that you're, you, you, you just graduated high school, you enlist in the military, and the first thing, as soon as you come out of that bus, what do people, what do the sergeants and the general and all those people, what do you, as soon as you arrive at boot camp, what do they start doing to you? Start yelling at you. You got to go into their barbershop and you have to shave your head and you have to take orders early at 5 a.m., 4 a.m. And you have to exercise and people are yelling in your face and they're screaming in your face. And, and, and here's the thing. If it was outside of that context, would you take anybody yelling at you like that? Would you take somebody screaming at your face at 5 a.m. while you're trying to jog? But here's the thing. When you enlist in the military, what they understand is that the boot camp is attached to their destiny. The boot camp is training ground. So the suffering they go through is attached to purpose. Are you catching it? Let me know if you're catching it. Let me know if you're catching it. So in this year, if you go through suffering, if you go through trials, if you go through challenges, know that it's preparation for the vision. You have to endure the sacrifice, the pain, and the trial in order for you to unwind and unlock the destiny in your life pain is given a purpose there is no better example of that of that than Jesus Jesus had a vision that he was gonna save humanity he was gonna die on the cross he was gonna give his life for you and I for you and I to be here for you and I to praise to be free from condemnation to live a life that is victorious he died he gave his life and his his pain and suffering get this he was in the middle there were two thieves from on his side their purpose and uh, their pain rather was because of consequences they were thieves but Jesus's suffering was different it had purpose when you have a vision you will have to endure pain but the pain is attached to purpose when you have a vision know that it's attached to purpose let me give you the second thing about vision I want you to write this down vision must be written out let's go to the second point your vision must be articulated. Write your vision and make it clear. The first part of accomplishing any vision to take it from the unseen world into the natural world is by writing it down. Articulate your vision on paper. Show of hands, how many of you have done that already? All right. If you haven't done that, write it down. When you write a vision, what you're doing is taking a dream, something that is in your spirit, something that is in your heart, and you're bringing it into something tangible, and you're breaking it down into something practical. So what I encourage you to do in this new year is write your vision down, whether you, if you use your phone, if you make signs, post-it notes, and you post it all throughout your room, if you have those, those notes on in your car, in your office, in your cubicle, make sure that you're able to see it so that you're, you're able to be accountable to that vision, to that mission, to those goals. Write it down. Look at what the scripture says here. In Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2 to 3, the scripture says, record the vision, inscribe it on 
tablets that the one who reads it may run for the vision is yet for the appointed time it hastens toward the goal and it will not fail though it tarry wait for it for it will certainly come it will not delay you've got to write the vision down create a vision board create something that you can see Write it, articulate it, and if you're not able to articulate it, then connect with somebody who has done it. Then do some research as to how you can articulate your vision. Don't, let's, let's see if I have some honest people. How many of you have ever had a dream, right? Show of hands, you, you've had a dream and a goal, and it's so big and great, but you just don't know where to start. I just, I, I want to I I record music, I want to do videos, I want to write a book, I want to start a business, I want to I launch this ministry, I have this big great goal, but here's the thing, how do you start it? You start first by writing the vision down. What is the vision? What is, what is it that you want to accomplish in 5, in 10, in 15 years? You have to write that thing down. So when others see it, they know what your vision is so that they know that you don't have time for foolishness when you have a vision you don't have time for foolishness when you when you have a vision you don't spend hours scrolling on social media with meaningless and purposeless uh, 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 with, with a purposeless intent when you have a vision you don't spend time talking about foolishness and gossiping with people it's mighty quiet in here. Are you still with me? Let me know if you're still with me. Uh, yes, I'm, 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 some of y'all, I'm feeling like uh, this, 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 the more I'm talking, it's just like a brick coming on top of you. It's just like, all right. I'm telling you because I want you to leave this place with vision. I'm telling you these things because you lived your life in 2017 with no clear direction. You were just taking meaningless steps. But this year, I want your steps to have intention because this will be your year. I prophesy it and I speak it to you that this is the year for your family. Is there anybody that receives that? This is the year for your business. Any business owner receive that? Let holler back if you hear me. This is the year for your marriage. This is the year for your children. This is your year. I wish I had more people in this place that had faith. I, I want you to declare to the person beside you, tell them this is your year. Go ahead and declare it to them. This is your year. This is the year for your children. This is your year that you're going to grow. This is the year that you're going to see God do incredible things in your life. Hallelujah. My God, I don't know about you, but I have great expectations for this year. We, we can't invest and give our time, our energy, our resources to things that are taking us nowhere. That's like putting fuel in a car that has no engine. This is the year you got to disconnect from people that have held you back for far too long. Relationships that have held you back for far too long. Because that's like putting gas in a car that isn't moving, baby. I want you to move. I want you to make progress. I want you to see all the things that God has promised you. You got to start it off by writing the vision. Down. What is it that you want to accomplish 5, 10, 15 years? Write the vision down.
We appreciate you so much for tuning in. I truly hope that you can join us as we gather every Sunday from 1.30 to 3. If you want to stay in contact, connect with us, make sure to visit myhopecenter.org. You can also connect with us on social media at My Hope Center on everything. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at My Hope Center. Until next time, peace, love, and God bless.